The recovery revolution will be podcast on the since right now addiction recovery network. Which is always a fun one. Welcome to the since right now addiction recovery podcast. The podcast of clean and sober. K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R and SinceRightNow.com with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Right? And you were still going to the high point. In fact, the high point stairs has a silhouette of you. Did you know that? Yes. You told me that. Oh, I did? Yeah, yeah. But it's a very yeah. pronounced silhouette. It's like the one you notice or something. Yeah, when I had dreads. Yeah, you had yeah. dreads. And <laughs> wow. So, and I don't know if we were there in sobriety or something. I don't know if we had gone there together and you're like, oh, that's me. Oh, that's funny. Because yeah, you used yeah. to hang, that was your place. Yeah, yeah. The it high was, point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lisa Andrus. The yeah. great Lisa Andrus. Right, is, right, right, yeah. Right? So anyway, that's where I think we would have partied if we partied together. Because we're just so catching up with us. We're talking about if we partied together. Right. The question is theoretical, Back. theoretical partying. Yeah, would we have partied with each other, or would it have ended in <laughs> tears, blood, heartbreak? <laughs> I, well, I think everybody. we would have partied. I think we would have partied together. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, and you were fun gotten to party into with. a lot of yeah, trouble, and yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we partied a little bit, but. <laughs> I'm a fun guy. Um, <laughs> drinking, not a fun guy. No. Yeah. Sad guy. Well, yeah. no, too happy guy. And then <laughs> yeah. Guy. Right, right. Yeah. I only knew you in the you're hiding your using. Yeah. My hiding my using years. And then occasionally I'd be like. <laughs> let it out. Let it out and smoke weed in the open or something. But yeah, it was, it was a sad, sad stretch. All right. Let's do a quick uh, welcome to everybody listening live. Uh, welcome, everybody. Ben, yeah. Kate. Tadic, I always I never know quite how to pronounce that one. I apologize, uh, and I don't want to call people out more than they want to be called out. Uh, Lynn's here. Nicholas, mm. I feel have we Nicholas? Are you first time? Long time, first time. Uh, Matt as fuck. Yeah, I'm just Matt regular, like Matt vanilla. <laughs> Matt um, as as nature made him, and Ezra <laughs> as, as, as who I see. Right now, um, oh, welcome. Showing up. Uh, welcome. Thanks yeah, welcome. for showing up. Totally. Yeah, it's Wednesday night. Nice to see everyone. You Meeting smell fantastic. <laughs> Definitely. Um, Matt Light. <laughs> Diet Matt. Um, let's see. Want to go? Step up to the plate. Yeah, go yeah. around the horn. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about like I have a short little story. So, um. This is kind of funny. So, in my business, we go. I do the NA beer, yeah. And sometimes we get hooked up. <laughs> is English your first language? I do, I do the, the NA, NA beer. beer. The NA beer. We make. She's so good. <laughs> my <laughs> people. The alcohol. Jeff does the yeah. NA beer. Yeah, How I, you I say does it. the NA beer. <laughs> okay. So the other night, my sales guy couldn't go to this thing at a a brewery, and it was the soccer fan club of a semi pro team in St. Louis. Okay. Which I didn't even know we had a semi-pro mm-hmm. team. Nor did I. But we do. And they play, they're like a below the MLS. Mm-hmm. So they're like the AAA of right. MLS. And the fan club was getting together at a brewery. And somehow we got hooked up with them. And they wanted, <laughs> they they had someone that got in a, D, a drinking and driving wreck mm. or something. So like, oh, we want to get some NA beers, our sponsor, because we'll offer it at the tailgate. And people won't get super wasted and drive home. And I'm like, oh, that's great. So we'll go meet them. But I walk, I go to this bar. And I have not felt, I guess the story is that these are, these are a, a tailgating tribe of people who tailgate. Mm. That's mm. what they do. And they were at that bar to drink. Hmm. And they are drinkers. And so it was the first time where I, I like, I, I went and tried to say, hey, we're, I'm from Jeff. Plenty of NA beer for everybody, <laughs> Like pal. Went up to tables hmm. and people were there like almost angry that I was somehow piercing their world of drinking. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I hadn't gotten that in a long time. Interesting. Where people were 
it was it was kind of threatening in a weird sure. way, you know? Yeah. Like they were there to drink. They had they wanted nothing to do with me. Like I was super friendly, yeah. you know, hey, whatever. And just within two or three tables of this, I'm like, wow. <laughs> and I and then I kind of felt weird because it was like, right. oh man, I'm bumming some high, and I, you know, you don't want to do that, sure. But it was just bizarre. No. And yeah. I don't, did, you, did you feel unsafe? <laughs> kind of. I was like, they're gonna do, it. and they're all big, you know, craft beer drinking, bearded giant. And I was like, yeah. I'm, I was, you know, craft yetis, craft yetis, and I was like, craft yetis everywhere. You're gonna squish me. But yeah, so anyway, they, they wanted nothing. But it was the weirdest. I couldn't figure it out. And it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like these people are alcoholics or anything or have, you know, I don't know. But it's like there are still lots of crew social clubs that yeah. that's what they do. Sure. Yeah. So there's well, a lot like, of like a lot of the trivia nights and book clubs mm-hmm. and yeah. It, it, these are all drinking, you know. Yeah. I mean, geez, the Masons, the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. V- VAs, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know, it's. I was talking to my barber, the, yeah, and I, that's who uh, who had last week had texted me wanting to know the name of the podcast because they are yeah a f- friend of a friend that might benefit, um, and uh, so we just started talking about the options because this friend of a friend is, I guess, new uh, yeah. to sobriety and you know has those concerns that we all have about. How am I going to ever live a, a real life right. without drinking? Right. Never have fun um, again. Yeah, never have fun again. Won't have friends. You know, all that stuff. And uh, I was just interesting. I was t- talking about what we talked about last weekend mm-hmm. that, or last week that the prior weekend, right? There were three sober mm-hmm. events in St. Louis yeah. of all places. Like yeah. never in a million years would I. Have yeah. Fa- it would never, never have conceived Home of, of that. Anheuser Busch. Yeah. Uh, just, right. Especially when I was drinking, I'm like, what yeah. kind of events? You know what you're talking about? Yeah. Why? Um, Why? Right. Yeah. But, uh, and, and what was interesting was, uh, one, that she's aware, she, and she's a normie, but not, you know, just take it or leave it, but mm-hmm. aware of well being. Mm-hmm. Her, other of her clients are. Yeah. And, That's cool. um, we're just talking about this idea that. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. No. What, you were talking about uh, drinking clubs, people yeah. to go out drinking. It's yeah, yeah. such a fundamental part of. Right, that it doesn't. Lady that cuts your hair. Lady that cuts my hair. That um, it doesn't. It, it it doesn't have to be anymore. Yeah. And more and more it's becoming less so. And what was interesting to me about her talking about the people that um, know about well-being is mm-hmm. they're not necessarily sober people. Yeah. And oh, that yeah. it's becoming okay to yeah. talk about wanting to drink something that's yeah. non-alcoholic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's becoming, it's yeah. becoming totally... I, I think I've seen that from, even as I was looking at our marketing materials from when we launched and the story we were telling about how when you drink non-alcoholic beer, it is perceived that you have done something wrong. Yep. This is a very sad choice you're mm-hmm. making and you were forced to be here tonight drinking this because you fucked up somehow right. in life. To today, where that is radically changed mm-hmm. in two short years where it's, I don't think, I think now it, it is, people are mm-hmm. making it's a very positive choice. Mm-hmm. We're having it at lunch. We're, you know, all we're in training. We're in whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. It's it's weird we how that's the flipped. reasons are positive now. Yeah, you yeah. assume the reasons might be positive. Yeah. But I will say it's pretty. It was interesting at this at this thing that night. This was the first time where I was like, I wonder if people who are who are just enjoy drinking mm-hmm. are, are going to feel this backlash of all the this these stories yeah. yeah and just because yeah. it's more on social and i i live in it every day so i'm sure mm-hmm. i see it but if if there's a lot of non-alcoholic events happening and like yeah. i wonder if people are gonna, there's just gonna be a real stubborn like i don't want to even fucking think about that if i'm still drinking oh yeah absolutely. i would i'd be like double alcohol <laughs> exactly show up drunk or don't come at all <laughs> totally. yeah it's just like i mean you run in that we've yeah. all all run into i think since we get sober when you tell somebody you're sober there's immediately or often yeah uh people like at a party or an event or whatever they'll start explaining 
they're drinking or say, yeah, I should probably maybe, you know, but it, yeah, right. it's like, it's not about you. Don't worry. Yeah. It's just, I don't drink. You don't have to have any, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. you do you. Yeah. Right. I'm over here not drinking. Whatever yeah. you got to do, figure it out. Yeah. Um, and go, but go nuts with it. But there absolutely is the sense of, mm-hmm. it's a comment on them. Or exactly. It, or that it requires them to examine their own drinking. Totally. As we well know, don't want to do that. No. <laughs> um, regardless of where they are on any sort of spectrum. Use, you know, use yeah. spectrum. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's just uncomfortable and it gets defensive. And I mean, I remember the one time my one buddy back when I was in the throes of, you mm-hmm. know, slamming everything I could get my hands on. And I've told this before on the podcast. He comes over and he's like, Man, Chris, just the two of us. Man, Chris, I, I, I think I, I think I got, I got a problem. I think I got to quit drinking. I'm just like, shut up and get a beer. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. You, know, you know, it's like that's what the yeah. pe- someone that wants to keep drinking, that's how they're going to react. Oh so, yeah, you know. of course. Anyway, like so. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but I hadn't. Anyway, I hadn't felt uncomfortable in, around a drinking crowd, and I did the other night for the first time in a long time. I wish somebody said, "If you're concerned about your well-being, I'd get out of my face." <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Touche. Well played. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's interesting. That's what I got. So which, in a hostile. Yeah, yeah it was like I was in hostile territory. Hostile mm-hmm. environment. Yeah, it's funny. Stand I think down, breweries stand down. <laughs> brewer, stand I, I've learned that craft brewery dr- beer drinks are not ultimately. They're there to drink fucking craft beer. Yeah, that's at a brewery, especially. I think it's a we were at a brewery. Hype though, because tailgating. They're too. also a tailgating. There, there are people that I think. I mean, I, I my sense is yeah. just uh, it is a tailgating club. They drink yeah, yeah, three hours before right. a game. Yeah, they're there to party. Yeah, and to cook whatever their yeah. special recipe. Right. You know, it's very deep culture. Yeah. Um, but, but it's built largely upon drinking. Yeah, tailgating's partying. It's yeah. less. I, I would say that if they didn't have craft beer, it would still be a tailgating club that drank. Totally, you're right. You know what I mean? Absolutely, it has nothing right. to yeah. do with the craft you're beer. Right. It would you're be right. like, well, right. you're right. Is that a IPA? Let's do it. Game yeah. on. You know. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. That's funny. Um, interesting. Okay, so we'll be at, but we'll be out there this year i think for the season trying to keep the tailgaters kind of sober but i'm interested in the athletes i'm like let's i think Mm -hmm. i'd love to get in with the team that Mm -hmm. was our whole point of like yeah that'd be fun yeah anyway absolutely speaking of which just a sidebar do you still talk to we have a local women's uh and they're basketball basketball team and again it's it's not the wmba it's a tier Tier below below that but they're great yeah um and Jeff, yeah, does. we we sponsored them last season. She just called me. She literally—that's so funny. Right. You said that. I have a message on my phone to get back to her for the opening day of whatever this okay. season is. Yeah, because my mm. I, my wife, my wife. Uh, was talking to her the other day, and she said that well, being does great at the games. Oh, good. Yeah. So yeah, that's will, big business. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I know. It's like it's a fun. That's a perfect place for us because they can't. Yeah. They don't serve alcohol. Right. And so which, it's fun. You, know, you can have a beer. They play in a college. They play in a college arena. arena. I know I might be jumping in, but it's yeah. all well, it's all NA related, which you know to a large degree is well being related for me because mm-hmm. it's the only NA I drink now. Yeah, but, nice, um, mm-hmm. nice, dude. I I was uh, <laughs> I don't typically have one at lunch, and today I'm like, oh man, I, I'm gonna have a well being at lunch, and I'm like, and I had this weird twinge of guilt, like yeah. somehow I'm having a beer at lunch, and I realized, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm happy if you if you distill it. No yeah. pun intended to its its essence. Yeah, I'm having a savory carbonated beverage as opposed to a soda, which is a sweet carbonated. Beverage. Totally, exactly. I'm, there's alcohol is not in the equation no. at all. Totally, it's this. That's it. This misplaced notion. Yeah, that's yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Totally. No, absolutely not. Yeah. We we I we advertise against Gatorade, Coke, soda all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what those are the comparisons. Those are the occasions we mm. want. I, I, because ours, it's so much better when you really start to think mm. about it. The, the, the sugar, mm. the shitty mm-hmm. artificial flavors, and you know that's have most of the stuff you drink for lunch. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. So, and here's the other thing. One, yeah, and I'm, I'm glad I'm going to keep. I'm on this tip for a minute. Okay. Because uh, one, I know we, we people call us out for talking about drinking NA yes. beer a lot, yeah. but and hey, I think. I think it's something worth talking about. Sure. For a couple of reasons. One, you know, historically based on 12 step 
dogmatic, old school, in the rooms thinking. Mm-hmm. It's been um, look frowned upon. It has been frowned and, upon and, by, by people. You know, I, yeah. I still, you know, when I first started doing this, I saw it in, on <clears throat> social media all the mm-hmm. time. It's like, oh, stay away from that. It's yeah, like, yeah. Well, you don't want to mess with that. It's playing with fire. Trigger warning. But yeah. also in, in learning over the years what, what I have about harm reduction. Yeah. NA beer has to be the most benign harm reduction you can totally you can <laughs> use. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and you know, if for no other reason, and, and I've said before personally, if I hadn't tried NA beer my first couple of weeks, I wouldn't have made it out of those first couple of weeks. I'd yeah. probably still be drinking and be like, yeah, yeah. You, you know, were you were um, a big was, proponent of it. Immediately, you, yeah, I, I realized too. I'm not going to be I able to do this thing. without trying this, and I'm yeah. like choked it down for you know a couple of weeks and then just right. got, got right. used to it and yeah i'm like totally you know now i can't you know now why I'm, do i drink it warm so, <laughs> you know. that's funny uh, yeah so anyway i just think there, there there's reason to make it okay for people that yeah when i had someone it was funny and i i we worry about this a lot too but it's like so i was at the uh, talking to someone with long-term sobriety and we were talking about that exact thing and she was like she was like, the thing about recovery is it teaches you how to live live in reality, mm-hmm. and the reality is alcohol is everywhere. Right. If you're if you are an easily triggered person, right, you, you you probably shouldn't go to a bar. You probably shouldn't go to an event where they're serving any kind of mixy cocktail, anything. Right. You know, just it's. And you shouldn't th- drink any beer. And you shouldn't drink any beer right. if if you are because. But what she was saying is like. And she called it the blanket fort. If people want to live in their blanket fort all the time and not yeah. go out and deal with reality, that's fine. But the freedom of being in recovery and and what i what i learned very quickly for me was i was not scared to go anywhere and that was such a relief because i thought i would be and so many people ultimately are yeah and you kind of got lucky yeah and and for whatever reason but i but you i guess you had to overcome that and you had to go do it and you had to get be uncomfortable with it and you had to go Mm -hmm. put yourself out there but ultimately that that you you I didn't you don't want to get sober and then not have this great life you want to live whatever that sure. is so right. I think it's interesting that that these trigger so anyway it was just it was I get it but ultimately I do think that that being in recovery the whole point of it is is that lot, the reality the world that we live in is full of triggers mm-hmm. they're yeah. just everywhere alcohol's everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean you and know many what I'm of us, at the end of the day yeah. many of us are our own triggers you know what i mean yeah like yeah i don't know when i really thought about it it, well, yeah, it was yeah, a did conscious you, decision to drink it wasn't yeah. the fault of anything i encountered mm-hmm. yeah you know, yeah did you ever like that wandered into my field of vision and you know what i am powerless now mm-hmm. i must drink it's uh, yeah it was never that for me yeah it was much more if it wasn't premeditated yeah you know yeah it took me a while to admit that i had to say wait a second mm-hmm. look at your motives you know yeah look at, why were you really there? What really happened? Yeah. So, the, so you'd you'd because I I am with you. Like you would probably relapse, mm-hmm. and in your head it just was it was you walked in and this happened and whatever. But if you back that up, mm-hmm. there were some intentional points absolutely. where it was like, yeah, I'm gonna go fucking relapse today. I'm yeah. gonna go drink today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the decision point, was always made in advance. Yeah. Always. And yeah. 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 Justified. In the moment, you yeah. Know, but, I just talked um, to my sponsee, who, who the guy who relapsed, he got thirty days. Called me and was, and he was telling me, and I, you know, we had pointed out that he didn't get this job he was going after. He'd put all his his sobriety and serenity into this job, and the second he didn't get it, he went out and drank. Mm-hmm. And we had two, we had warned him. And today, for the first time, he's like, "I think you guys might have been right that that was, <laughs> you know, I was like setting myself up to." And like, really, you think? Huh. That's really crazy, man. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes we get lucky. No, I know. So it is crazy. It is. It is. And yeah, but I think you're right. If, if you're easily triggered, yeah, don't drink. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things you need to worry mm-hmm. about, you know? Sure. It's self. How It's how much, <clears throat> how much you know yourself and right. yeah. what it takes. You know, you talk about the blanket for it. Yeah, I like, think that's fair. For some people, knock yourself out. I yeah. know people wherein the program becomes their entire reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't go to any events unless it's with AA people before mm-hmm. or after meetings, go mm-hmm. to meetings every day. It's like that. If that cocoon, yeah, keep that microcosm keeps you sober and yeah. you don't know if you can exist outside of it, yeah. go with it. And in early sobriety, I, I, 
I'm, I'm, I was kind of there in my first year of sobriety. I did a, you know, a fuck ton yeah. of meetings, man. Yeah, me too. I mean, I was forced into it, but still. Yeah. I, I like, went to AA. I went to AA dances, dude. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <Me> <laughs> the too. most awkward, <laughs> bizarre. Funny. A bunch no. of people with less than a year of sobriety try to talk to. Wi- oh my god! Wait, you know, no, no, no. It's when the girls' recovery house and the guys' recovery house have like a mixer. Oh jeez, it's it's like ninth level of hell type shit. <laughs> It's crazy stuff. Yeah. Because they're just... And everyone has less than six months sobriety. Everyone has, yeah, 90 days or less. Yeah. Very (laughs) ill-equipped to be in any sort of emotional... Yeah. Or any environment that requires reasoning (laughs) or human emotion, cogent response. It's... You may as well just put a bunch of toddlers in a room. (laughs) But... I I remember those. Yeah. That's funny. Good times. Good times, man. Those those midnight young people candlelight meetings. Ooh. Everyone's got less than six months. Makeout meeting. Yeah, totally. Just the craziest stuff. Yeah, all the stuff I missed out. On. Uh, that's uh, a good time. Really, so. No, really I know. Did it. You really um, did it. Okay. We got a good good chat room as usual. Again, I'm going to say chat it. room is hot. If you can make it, people. Come hang out live. The chat room's where it's happening. If you can't stand the three of us, there's bound to find somebody you like in the chat room because yeah. Yeah. listen, they're all probably totally smarter and <laughs> <laughs> No. It's just a it's a great group. Uh, and it's I appreciate group. you guys all being there and I think there maybe even I, I I'm terrible at knowing We are lit. You are indeed lit, Lynn. You are lit. Nailed it. Um yeah, they turned up. Turned. So turned. I don't know. Um and they're very f- fluent in modern slang mm-hmm. as well. Um, what's your what's your around the horn, Matt? Oh, I don't have one. You don't have any. No, everything's cool. What about our <laughs> What about our guy we saw today for the guy, second meeting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kid, the kid I work with uh, came to his second meeting. Oh, good tonight. tonight. Awesome. He, he did drink in the intervening days once, but you know what? Whatever. But that's a good story. Because yeah. he went out and tried not to drink. I love this. Went out, tried not to drink. He was going out with his, his uh, an old college buddy and this college buddy's uh, new fiance, who he'd never met. Hmm. And he said he made it like four hours. And then right when they were starting <laughs> to say, are you sick or something? Like, what's going on? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll have a drink. And he just drank. And he's like, I didn't get crazy or anything. Hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, and it's easy. It reminded me of the times when it didn't get crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The times when you're like, maybe I can Yeah, maybe I can do it. But it reminded me of trying to sit there for and know exactly four hours watching the clock tick oh, yeah. as you're trying not to drink. But, I, but for me, I feel like it... Like trying to control it or something. I might have not... Got, I might have gotten through the thing not crazy, but I always feel like it kept... Like after the thing was over, mm-hmm. then it did anyway. You like know you, what I mean? You went like, on afterwards. I, I might have been with people and like, oh, I kept my shit together. Yeah. But then like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But then I'm alone and then I'm like... Okay. I'm not keeping yeah, my right. shit together. Yeah, yeah. Uncle, I don't have to keep my shit together anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uncle right. Daddy's after party right. begins now. <laughs> right, and it's just with me, me and uh, yeah. A yeah I just I can't remember a bottle. It yeah, and whatever yeah. else I could scrounge up. Um, but, but anyway, it was good to see him. And then we had another guy who had just gone out. He had 24 hours. Yeah, super newbie. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know. Yeah, it's and nice he, actually. He, he I'll say good. no, he didn't sound good. I'll say going back to this meeting is enjoyable for me. Good, you know, it was a good meeting. Too. My meeting tourist phase, I think, is coming to a close, mm. yeah. where I just bounce around and taste a strange. Yeah, like, I'm going to go to this <laughs> weird meeting out in the middle. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. You know, it's a little bit more predictable, and I enjoy it. Yeah, mm. I enjoy you enjoy the seeing the same faces. It's and this is the one where you sit around a big table looking at each other. That's it. Yeah. And some guys sit like in these grandstand area and they only look at the other dudes. <laughs> See, all I remember of that is walking in. It was just like a table of everybody looking at each other. And it's yeah. not for me. I, I got to say, I have to applaud just the, the, the husba of our young friend just yeah. walking in. Tonight he said he was an alcoholic. Yeah. Without any provocation. No. And he's just rolling with it. He when Jeff and I left because you know we have yeah. to go eat right. tacos and pot, cast right. some pod, yeah. and uh, he stayed behind. Oh, yeah, it was like some dude was getting his number, and yeah. they have the same uh, the same. Oh my god, what's that called? Malady. Oh, wow. So he there's there's obsessive OCD, right. yeah. and then there's supero. 
Is that what it's called? It's the unwanted thought syndrome. Component. It's unwanted thought syndrome yeah. where you with a sprinkle of OCD. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Where you can't control these mm-hmm. horrible thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like you think you've killed someone, mm-hmm. or you're capable of killing mm-hmm. someone, mm-hmm. and this gets in a loop in your head. Mm-hmm. And it's and drinking makes it worse. And he's telling me this. And I'm like, oh my yeah. goodness! Mm. Like this just sounds like we're all obsessive, right? right. Absolutely. But that just like sounded... waking up from a blackout, yeah. in the middle of the night, and then running out and checking your car to see if there's blood on it. Wow, yeah. forty times during <laughs> the night. Because I'm not crazy. You, it's know. almost like yeah. there's a bad record in your head and yeah. skipping at the worst part. And he's like, I would get back in my apartment yeah. and think maybe there's blood in my car and go out and check it again. Yeah. Get back in my apartment and think maybe there's blood in my car. I bet I killed somebody. And man, that's rough. That's rough. So And you blacked out. Mm-hmm. Like you have a you don't know what you three do. hours of lost time. And yeah. you're obsessed about, oh my gosh. And it's funny because tonight it hits you like the obsessive thinking of this disease is one of the first reliefs that you get one of the first miracles i think is somehow the obsession if you just keep coming back it goes Mm -hmm. some it goes faster whatever but then i think just the obsessive thinking that we all have Mm -hmm. is why you continue to come here and work spiritual programs so you can you're not stuck in your fucking head all the time right Mm -hmm. but that sounded awful like whatever that 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 uh, it's a disorder of obsessive thinking it's just Mm -hmm. like oh yeah and it's it's tough i'm trying not to get emotionally invested in this guy's sure. sobriety yeah. because and you know yeah i'm emotion i am emotionally invested in him personally and professionally because mm. yeah. i i work with him a lot i mm. think i've helped him be a better writer i mm-hmm. think i you know what i mean yeah like, mm-hmm. so isn't, we talk about it's our psychiatry and psychological mm-hmm. stuff a lot mm-hmm. and, you know yeah but now this, it's like, shit. And he's very vulnerable with you as he's far as very open. shares everything with you. Yeah. But it's weird because you are his boss, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and it's definitely an odd dynamic. The worst part is you don't want him to not tell you he, or feel uncomfortable that he can't tell you the truth. Yeah. And you don't want to be this mm-hmm. person that's somehow knows all this stuff about him. And that's a, that's a weird situation it, to be in recovery with someone and then also be their boss. Yeah, and have to you know, there's just a vibe there because in recovery we all know you can't do a goddamn thing for anyone, right? No, mm-hmm. no, you can't, and that's what I keep telling myself. And you know, he's a pretty pliable young guy in mm-hmm. some ways. Like I can see he he'll take he takes direction to heart. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. pays attention to how you do things, and then he'll you can mm-hmm. catch yeah. him like doing yeah. stuff you do. So I think he looks at guys Jeff like you and maybe yeah. like me and maybe. He's mm-hmm. just a very apt pupil. Yeah, yeah. And um, <clears throat> so, like, when he told me Monday that he had drank Saturday night yeah. in my office, you know, I just rolled with it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, hey, that's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And he said, I want to go back Wednesday to the meeting. I said, you know what? When you are ready to do it, yeah. if you're ever ready to do it, you'll know where to go. You'll know how it works. Yeah. I'm all for it, dude. Yeah. You know? Just keep coming. Because. Once a week, keep coming. My if you don't drink every Saturday night, keep coming. My gut is telling me this kid has. A lot of pain ahead of him. Mm. Yeah, isn't that horrible? My gut is telling I me know. there is a very, very high chance that he's just got a lot of bullshit to deal with, mm. like years of it. You know, mm-hmm. like he's going to have to hurt some people and get hurt. And I mm. hope he just makes it out in one piece mm-hmm. so he can get a shot at this thing for real. Mm-hmm. But he's not ready. You know. Yeah, <sighs> that's funny that your gut says that. I, I was thinking that too. Like people, you know, everyone's like ninety meetings in ninety days. If ninety meetings in ninety days sounds Sounds like ah oh, mm. to you. Mm-hmm. You're the the people that succeed are are in so much fucking pain when they walk through that goddamn door. That no matter what I was there, mm-hmm. whatever you told me to do, I was well. Yes, I just don't want to feel this way, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know if he's there yet. I would say knowing what I know now, yeah, and and I sort of stumbled into it when I did get sober. Yeah, I would highly recommend when when someone decides to get sober. To get immediately into therapy, and ideally oh, yeah. find somebody who special specializes yeah. in um, you know uh, substance use disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I get the support and the fellowship of AA, and that it has has this system that that works for many. Mm-hmm. But the, the I can't say enough about a professional sure. helping guide you through. Um, Managing what what comes yeah, <laughs> as yeah. as you get yeah yeah work your way through this. You did know? you do, did you do that? I can't remember. If that's by chance. Yeah, I knew I was. I knew I was 
I knew I was, I was struggling, you know, uh, and um, right around the same time as I was figuring out that I did have what I now know is called substance use disorder, um, I also knew I wanted to see a therapist just to try to help get through my, you know, pain that was sort of emerging, you know. Huh. And uh, I asked a friend for a recommendation and I went to see their therapist who just happened to specialize in alcoholism and addiction. That's awesome. So you got kind of lucky. And so I just remember talking to to her in the early days. And so I'm like, you know, describing my behaviors and how I drank and how I used. So I'm so, I don't know. I think I'm, I may be. And she's like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, you are. You are. You do. Yeah. You got it. You are it. You know, and, um, you know, that's the therapist that um, she's like, yeah, you should probably, you know, you want to think about you know, quitting? I'm like, eh, yeah, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to quit in three months. <laughs> I've got the date. I've got to lay down. I hear you, but I'm right. going to raise you three months. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, but yeah, no, so I, I mean, that, that, that would be my, I think, might be my number one recommendation. Yeah. And I know it can be expensive. Um and I know it's a pain in the ass sometimes to try to find the right one, but sure. even even an okay therapist can be immensely helpful. No question. Um, no question. I yeah, and I somebody needed, at least has some training in helping get you through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hugely helpful. I needed both because with the ther- yeah. I had a therapist too, but <clears throat> there was Excuse that me. whole like trained. Yeah schooled yeah but you don't know yeah you know yeah yeah like, i see you've done this for a long time you're incredibly good at it you but you don't know yeah you know yeah and you're like this homeless guy on the other hand. you know it's just that i i needed it for both. you need it yeah yeah i'm with you did you get into therapy right away yeah i did okay yeah i did outpatient right away okay um and there was some therapy involved ultimately i ended up dropping it yeah, I, I think I might have been in therapy. I remember lying to my therapist. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other. That's that's the second part of that. Try not that's to lie to your therapist. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's part of therapy. Yeah, it, part of it is getting to the point where you don't lie to your where therapist. You're ready not to lie to your therapist. Yeah, that's crazy. Unpeeling all those. And lies. once you do, I mean, it's I, I love awesome. therapy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's awesome. It is. It really yeah, is. Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am. You love therapy. I enjoy it. I have to get. I, I have to get into this word, therapy Jeff. thing. I told my ther- therapist I thought <laughs> therapy was fun, and they were like, "What? <laughs> if you do it right, that's funny." I had to go to therapy. The uh, when I worked at with at uh, CPG anger therapy, and yeah. I had this anger therapist, and it was not that fun. No, I, I was like, dude, this this is stupid. Was it in a group? No, it's just with the city. He wanted me to come to a group, and I'm like. That'll make me too angry. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be good. Is it in a cage with chair? <laughs> pride fighting? Fighting for pride? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, All right, what's your around the horn, Chris? My around the horn. I thought I think I had one. Uh, what was it? Um, okay, so it's sort of it's just a personal thing, but uh, I have been. Uh, I posted today, like my my side hustle, which is fast becoming my main hustle. Right, is uh, you know, it's always been the foundation has been graphic design. I've mm-hmm. uh, been thankful and appreciative to have done the first th- three covers for books published by Anna David's Light Hustle Publishing imprint. Just mm-hmm. amazing, um, very cool. And two of them are already released, and one has a release coming up. Um, are these but, books uh, you would read? Uh, you know, if I were still reading, one well, I have, I've read parts of some of them. two of them. Yeah, uh, the the third I haven't seen, uh, but I, I just interviewed the the author. Yeah, do you have to uh, talk to the authors? I'm assuming, I right? Uh, yeah. But uh, taste for the what are we thinking here, people? Yeah, as yeah, far as exactly. the conceptual, right? right. But no, I've I uh, one's um, celebrity agent just, Darren Prince, um, who's like represented. I know that name. It's interesting. Like, he's yeah. sports and celebrity agent. He's it's interesting. He's represented some interesting characters like Dennis Rodman and Hulk Hogan and Oh, that's cool. Um 
It's just, uh, you know, a real... Yeah. What's the word? Charismatic yeah, individual. Yeah, just a, like big, big characters. He's yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, so it just, it's sort and of... It's a recovery. It's a recovery, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Right. How, how, yeah. Um, it's called Aiming High. Uh, hmm. and, and that's out. And um, Was it The Blow? Was he a was he yeah, a I coke heroin? It was, a, it was I think it was a little bit of everything, but um, yeah. you know, pills played a part in it certainly. Sure. Um, like and the then uh, Anna David just released a collection of short uh, essays on addiction recovery today. Cool. Called How to get successful by, and it's either bleeped or xed out, but by fucking up your life. Yeah. Um, nice. Is that the, the cover for Was that. that the dumpster fire one? Yes. Which I thought was so cool. Thank you. Brilliantly done. Um, so yeah, and I've done over the, the graphics. You know, years I've done a couple others. One that I published uh, via Clean and Sober since right now. I've never done this before by Claire yeah. Rudy mm-hmm. Foster. Yep. Um, Big uh, fan. Endure by Dan Maurer. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like a, a little niche yeah. of a book cover design for, for recovery. Yeah. But uh, there's well, a lot of books. But uh, anyway, all, so. Yeah, that's great. But yeah, two recently released. So that was sort of my. my is, is the business of publishing, is there a business side to it? Can you, is there like, is there, Anna David like, I'm going to make money on this or do you make money on the books or do you make money or is it just know. like, I like doing this? I didn't make any money doing it when I yeah, pub- okay. the one I published. Yeah, and it's not. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Totally. Yeah. And Claire's book is phenomenal. Absolutely. Collection of short fiction. Totally. Uh, you know, addiction fiction. Yeah. Um. But uh, but it wasn't fiscally. Uh, I just wonder if there's money in it for somebody, or if it's just you just do it because you love it. Publish. I think you do it because you love it. Because yeah. quite frankly, publishing. What I didn't realize until, and this is a whole sidebar about publishing. Yeah. Even big name authors. Yeah. Do not sell a lot of books. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. the, the the small amount. Like somebody who had been like people you know who had won like the Man Booker the year I was yeah. publishing. I was looking into it. Only sold like I don't know what like in the. Low thousands, five figures, really. Yeah. Like, of which to me yeah. is nothing. Like thirty thousand books or something yeah. is nothing. It's like who's you know you can't. Yeah, but uh, anyway. So, so you must make money on the movie rights, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, but uh, anyway. But Amazon's out of the gate is a uh, Amazon, yeah, uh, bestseller and you know climbing Sweet. different charts and everything. I, so I, I root for Anna David. What I root for her. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like yeah, um, go Anna David. The good guys team. For yeah, sure. whatever she's so, doing, I'm into it. Uh, that's my self-serving around the horn. That's yeah. um, that's good. But uh, yeah. someone was trying. Someone on Cloud was asking me about rehabs, and I said she Anna had that site that was about rating rehabs, right? But I never knew if it was a legit site of rating rehabs because it wasn't her site. But I but I was like, yeah. is there a resource? That is a legit site, and then I was like, "You had one, yeah." But I, I couldn't didn't. remember. Or you knew of someone? No, there was some th- system or foundation that? Oh, certified yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Certified rehabs. Uh, what was that? Legit script, right? Yeah. Legit yeah, 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 script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, they're a resource that was certifying the sites and the organizations. I think. Uh, for rehabs and other and like medical health services, yeah, and I think Google wasn't going to feature ads if you weren't legit scripts who oh. certified anymore, something like that. That's cool. I, I've I've sort of fallen off on paying attention to that. Um, what's going on there? I just sort of still have my blanket. I just blanket fort, <laughs> blanket fort. But I just stay blanket away from fort. you know. Yeah, people reach out and say, "Hey, do you want to work with us?" And I just I, I just can't unless I can vet. Yeah, unless I can go thoroughly right. and say so you're and not you're a, in Hawaii and it's all expensive. Pay the it's just a very tremendously process. corrupt industry. It's unregulated. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's wild west. There's a lot of money involved in a lot. Yeah. Of and you can. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like the problem we have, the amount of like it just seems the regulation and all kinds of silly things that we deal with all the time with government agencies mm-hmm. that it's just like what the hell. And then that one where you think. There should be. Mm-hmm. There's not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense, right? Mm-mm. And it's a state. I guess it would be a state thing or a federal thing. I don't know. Should be federal, but yeah. uh, I think like I think uh, currently it's a state. I think yeah. what's what's facing addiction. I think they're working on developing a a resource. But again, it's it's not it's not um, 
it's not comprehensive, and it just I don't think it's very accurate. I mean, I looked up some, and yeah. it's just it's 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 a listing more than it is a a rigorously vetted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you can't quantify success. Or f- Alcoholics are full of shit. That's and here's the other true. thing, though. You can't ask them if they're sober and expect right. the answer to be accurate. Right. That's right. That's but, funny. But I'm, I'm, Your I'd audience even be less concerned bullshit. with a success rate than I would be concerned with the standards and ethics yeah. and mm-hmm. legitimacy yeah. of yeah. a given site. Because nobody can guarantee if I go in the best, most eth- ethical, legitimate, you know, sound rehab in the world mm-hmm. that I'm in the state come out or or stay sober. Right. Right. But I want to know that they're a legit place that cares about trying, you know, right. trying yeah. and that they're you're going yeah. to do it at a, for a reasonable cost for what yeah. they provide and with yeah. sound practices and all that. Mm-hmm. And there's just nothing that provides that. I don't think. It seems like every every store I've heard everyone's using in rehab. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and you know, the place that I ended up going that worked for me was a place where nobody was getting paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it was 40 bucks a week. Yeah. And that just covered your food. And it didn't even come close to covering your food. It was just donations from yeah. wherever. Like, nobody was getting paid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Um, so it's kind of an uncorrupt, uncorruptible model because there's not mm-hmm. money coursing through it. You know? Mm-hmm. It's fueled entirely by the goodwill of... Mm-hmm guys in recovery yeah uh, and that's interesting it is it's so funny how money corrupts everything yeah and aa is not a money a profit thing right i mean it's and no matter what you think of it it's run on the local level mm-hmm. you, it's don't like that meaning go to another one because they're all run differently mm-hmm. um but it's it's not a corruptible thing right there's nothing to corrupt and so it's funny that the, your rehab that worked same thing yeah well it's just it's just they're there for one reason. No money to steal. Yeah. No hierarchy. <laughs> no, I was trying to make more money. Yeah, you got to book these bunk beds. Right. Get like some addicts in here. Very different animal, <laughs> but um, that's crazy. It is. It is difficult. It's and, a difficult thing. And I don't. You know, I have. Uh, again, this is. Well, I don't know if it's even worth saying, but there are good ones out there. Yes. There are good people. Totally. I assume. I mean. Uh, I don't know if anybody is familiar with like Alta Centers, and again, this is not remotely an endorsement. It's just I you've heard good things. Well, and I'm I'm social media friends with and I've, with the the founder Garrett Brockman, and he consistently seems like a genuinely uh, caring, legit. Um, ethical yeah. person that that actually cares about the the standards of the industry and and you know mm-hmm. um, is wor- works towards um, you know cleaning it up yeah. not just uh, maintaining his own his own place because you know nobody wants to be the good ones don't want to be smeared by the oh yeah the stank of the, the shitty bad. ones yeah right. <laughs> nobody wants to be smeared by stank no. <laughs> the stank of the shittiest uh, shitty ones. <laughs> So, of stinks, um, <laughs> as we know. Uh, so yeah, they're you know they're out there, but how do you find them? I don't know. Yeah, do your research, do your homework. Don't rely on a site that says, uh, you know, that has an eight hundred number right. will place you. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, those just those yeah. aren't. The, if you Google rehab and all the pop up windows. Don't do those don't ones. Do those ones. <laughs> that's paid or ad. Yeah, you don't want that one. That's right. That's and funny. that's official advice. Guys. <laughs> Take that to the bank. I know how Google works. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, what else we got? All right, we made uh, it around the horn. We yeah. made it around the horn. And I, I couldn't remember if there was some story this week on alcohol. Anyway, well, for I feel like you uh, had you posted one that I was like, oh yeah, we should talk about that because it's sort of it interesting. Was, I think one was it was right in my wheelhouse. I thought you were talking about this last week, though, and I don't feel like it must not. Might have been me that posted it, but or maybe it's just making its way around. But the article that uh, while we're busy focusing, rightfully so, yes. and people care about more than one thing at a time, yep. on the opioid uh, crisis, that uh, what was it? Well, that alcohol is is the the number three preventable cause of death in the United States. Number 
Yeah, after tobacco. Wow. And diet slash weight slash exercise lack wow. of. Wow. So obesity it's like basically kind of. yeah obesity basically taking care of your body. But also it's it's if it's not obesity it's also like you know you could be a slim dude that has clogged arteries because sure. you love fried chicken. I don't know. Because um, you can't get enough Popeyes. But, but you just, love that chicken at Popeyes. But so Forbes had a piece, uh, <laughs> the alcohol crisis in America has been overshadowed yeah. uh, by opioids, but can no longer be ignored. Whoa. Yeah. Because uh, it hasn't... So it's funny that the two, the two fastest growing segments of the beer industry is my segment and the super premium mm-hmm. strong segment. Mm-hmm. Like it's the wow. 12%. So it's like, I think they're... All or I nothing. Think, yeah. Right? It's like... The people in the middle, it's Choose we're an easy side. choice or just whatever. Like, yeah. drink a little less, no problem. It's not a thing. But if you're fucking, it's crazy how I, you know, it's just such a. It's hard to hide behind alcohol as the socially acceptable thing when it's become more and more obvious that the substance itself is horrible for you. Yeah, very true. <laughs> you know, very true. It's just. Well, it's so bad for yeah. you. It's so bad for your health. It's yeah. It's a one. It's uh, I, I think, and it it's taken me a while to fully, like, in a sense, wrap my head around. Okay, it's it's just another drug. It's a delivery. It's the delivery method yeah. varies in flavor and yeah, carbonation and yeah, color. But it's delivering ethanol, right? Which is just another drug. Yeah, um, it's legal. Yeah, it's flavor. It's it's. It's a drug that, you know, you can pair with food. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not like, a, <laughs> you know, there, there, is there another drug like that? that yeah, it's strange, isn't oh, it? Oh, and I just read an article from a wine expert who right. was calling bullshit on wine and food pairings. Oh, good. Really? The best pairing for an exceptional wine is that wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all this flavor comedy, it's bullshit. <laughs> it was made up by You're the right. industry. Really? Yeah. That wine does not make food better, and food does not hey, make wine what? better. And this was just one vantage point. But that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was on. Uh, it was on the takeout.com. That's fine. I never. I, I never had a good glass of wine in my entire drinking career. I quit before. I, yeah. d- I drank Carlo Rossi out of a gallon jug. I remember that. But I wonder. I've often wondered if that that sounds like a romantic thing mm-hmm. that I missed. But now that you say that, I'm like, oh, that makes me feel a little better. I like it's I, okay. I'll tell you, Jeff. <laughs> I drank a lot of. Good wine, really nice wine, yeah. and a lot of really nice foreign places, and yeah. it was it was still just gut fuel to get drunk <laughs> for me. I never appreciated it. Yeah. I never drank it slowly enough. Yeah, I, I remember pissing off wine People. fan friends of mine who yeah. were like, "Wait, you you're already done? I was still telling you about <laughs> it." And I'm like, I'm "Still talking yeah, about it?" Was this like I was wine. explaining to you what the tasting notes were, and I'm like, "More wine? Thank you, yeah. thank you what for I'm explaining to me." Is, is that all you have? Because <laughs> we're going to need a few more bottles. Yeah, of... <laughs> I would line them up on a board. <laughs> yeah, it was just, you know, That's I don't think people of our ilk, no. I don't know if getting into wine would be a sustainable cover <laughs> story, you know, <laughs> because the expense. Yeah, right, right. Like, hey, I have to drink thirteen to $1,500 worth of wine every night. <laughs> He's got I a love... $1,500 a day wine habit. Yeah, because I love wine so much. It's not the alcohol. No. I just really like it with my food. Yeah. It's my food. <laughs> now, giving up cheese, that I'll look into. Um, oh, that's good. That's good. All right. Uh, well, that's interesting. That's an interesting... So, yes. Alcohol is, needs its... its yeah. Time in the... Ooh. Hey, what's happening? Spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> Which will be a new segment on the show. Hey, what's happening? Yeah. Ooh, in Canada, happening? we're pairing wine and weed. That makes a lot of sense. I yeah, like that. That is exactly... What yeah. kind of bed spins are you looking for? Mm. <laughs> I That was... My worst nights were mixing pot, bong hits and lots of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of just as far as <laughs> trying to sit on a bed and have to have a leg on the floor because mm. your fucking room is spinning oh, so yeah. much. Or just passing. Those are the nights I would pass out but still be conscious enough to hear everyone talking about me passed out yeah. but not being able to get up or speak. It was just so frustrating <laughs> as people are making fun of you that you can hear but you can't fucking mm. move. <laughs> Do you remember like there's always this line of marcation wherein you're already fucked up yeah. and you know you should say no to whatever you're mm-hmm. being offered 
but you just can't you say cannot. no. Like yeah. when somebody's like, you want a bong hit? And you're like, I am wasted out of my I mind. I will puke yeah. very soon. Absolutely. But you are talking my language. Dare you ask? I mean, that's that's where <laughs> another the drink? disease of it comes in, oh, right? Sorry. It's just like, no, it's impossible like, <laughs> to consider. Like, yeah, I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, whatever it is, whatever do, it was. Do you want another? Bu- oh, okay. Look at him go. <laughs> All right, <laughs> another toke. Another Did you ever do sink bongs? Sink okay, so you cut. Oh yeah. yeah don't yeah. do this at home, you With guys. With the two liter. Yeah, you cut the a cut gravity the, bong. Gravity. Yes, that's what we, call, yes, that's that's what what we call them. Yeah, and you yeah. fill the thing up. Yeah. <laughs> and then push your mouth out and yeah. push it down all the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought that was crazy. Don't do that. Those are instantly passed out. That would be five minutes later. I'm on the couch. Four inch up. long oil. We should have named this podcast Trigger Warning. Trigger. <laughs> have you ever been in a meeting and somebody's like, dude, I was addicted to gravity bongs. <laughs> so I'd have to bring a bucket of water and a two liter in my car. <laughs> I'm like, hey, party, get out of the way. I'm here. I, I'm taking over the sink. The bathtub. <laughs> Honey, what are you doing in the bathroom? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing a gravity bunk. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so fucking oh, funny. Good gracious. All right. All and right. with that note. Oh, there might be a gas leak in here. <laughs> Um. Good night, everyone. See you next Good night, week, everybody. Don't do sink bugs. Pre- no, 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 pretty soon. One, yeah, two weeks. I got two more weeks of this. Two and more then, weeks. Uh, and then going on vacay. Oh, okay. going on the big vacay. Yeah, not the like the big guy. Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Just a nice look. <laughs> You're going to like the Galapagos. Galapagos. Yeah. That is a that's a trip of a lifetime. <sighs> that is a trip of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Galapagos, Florida. It's a new. <laughs> it's a community. Yeah. <laughs> it's a suburb of Jacksonville. The Gabagulos. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to New Jersey. <laughs> Bye. Right, hey, thanks uh, everybody for showing up. Love ya.